in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, right now at 12.06 on this Monday, good afternoon, one and all, here I am. It is Juan. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Folks, I want to uh, also welcome everybody in. We're a little late, but uh, we are on with uh, Facebook Live. And so uh, without question, you can find our live stream, folks. And I want to thank everyone. It just continues to rocket and uh, pick up more and more. Uh, traction and just more viewers and let me uh, just there we are there we are folks and again we have a big show hola hi there Heather folks we are Monday noon report live we are and there's a lot to uh, touch on and we'll give you you know a lot of the stories that the rest of the media kind of sheds uh, stays away from I should say hi there Paul Morrissey and everybody else folks this portion of the program on this Monday (coughs) final week of June by the way let's just be very clear um, that that you know, with, with the weather outside, that it's not frightening, but um, it, without question, this is not a bad scenario where we have just beautiful weather on the weekend, and then Monday is is a Monday, except for those that are that are off. But it's a good day to do some gardening, folks. PR landscape materials. And Garden Center. Stop in and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Everything you need to make your home, your place of business, a showpiece. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And right now, stop and see everything they have available. They're open seven days a week. This is a good day. Right? Some rain on and off. A little bit of drizzle. It's going to be a decent week. Hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets. Hanging and patience. Large selection. Beautiful patio pots. Vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loam and mulch are available, pickup and delivery, mulch in uh, dark pine, black and hemlock, crushed stone, full scale nursery. They are. What a garden center. They're PR landscape materials and garden center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, again, I want to welcome everybody in on Facebook Live. Now, we will be, obviously, tonight, we'll be on, and we're going to, uh, and I appreciate that. Yes. We are obviously keeping an eye on the Charlotte Lester case, but also I know some of the individuals that uh, were arrested Friday night. We have the, the video up uh, on the website. You can, you can also see just, uh, just some of the rhetoric. You know, and I, I wasn't going to post it, but I did post um, on at least the Facebook page. And, of course, you know, there's a lot of different factions of this whole situation that you know need to unfold the investigation is still going on i don't see any talk about trying to find green guy adidas the media is not even interested in him to be honest with you he was up on the steps so you somehow connected with someone with the rally so now john lugo who is obviously under attack I don't know what's going to happen with that. I do know that a video was put out 
and it was edited. That's sometimes a little bit of a red flag um, that there can be problems. It was edited. It was slowed down. Um, I think that could be problematic for some of the individuals involved with that. Um, there, there's, there's no way, you know, uh, no matter what happens with John Lugo. And again, folks, listen, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not blind. I, you, you see it. It's, it's alarming. Um, that was a little, you know, there was a very big melee. But I, and we're going to check with our legal analysts. I had one attorney. You know, when you put out a video that is edited, slowed down, and doesn't show the full context of what happened, they, it, I'm just saying it could be problematic. That's I, I'm, I'm going to check. We haven't had a chance to speak with our legal analyst, Attorney Tim Dodd. Uh, but listen, the radio station that employs the individual that did that, um, I, I just think when you get into a situation to, of, of today where something can go viral so quickly and you you slow down a video, put it in slow motion and don't show the full context of it. Um, I, I don't know about that. I don't know personally. I don't. I, I was asked about it and then I said, I have no idea. I know there is, and I put it out on Twitter. The media seems no interested, but I, someone had pointed out to me, he does identify himself as he, I think it's interesting when someone's identifying themselves as here's who I work for. But then when it goes out, that entity is left out. I'm not saying, listen, the video speaks for itself in some ways. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Well, that that is going to be. That is going to be a problem. Um, it's definitely going to be. Um, I just want to. There's, there's no such thing. <laughs> I know that someone may say that. Right. I know someone may say, oh, now I take off my hat and now I'm I'm Bruce Wayne. Right. And now I take off my hat and put on my cape. And now I'm Batman. I mean, it under the law. Traditionally, it doesn't work that way. But we'll we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out. Um, if if well, again, I don't want to get into hypotheticals, but I, but I'll say this: there's there's a lot of different parts. I haven't had a a chance to um, see it. The posting a reaction to it, and I I hesitated to even post this video. I can't play it. I can't even play it on the air because of the language. But some, of course, the media doesn't highlight a lot of the the language that was was used. On Friday night, and again, they they're a rally. It's at the state house. Everyone that's there, if they don't have a problem with the language, then they don't have a problem with the language. They're entitled to that. Um, but I I think all of this business of um, where people want to like some of the some of the elected politicians. Uh, officials, excuse me, are reacting to quote the assault. If you if you check out tobitro.com, that the the first punch, the first punch was 
was thrown by this Adidas guy in green. So all I'm saying is, and I don't have an answer on why the why they're not trying to locate that individual, why that person is seemingly kind of given a free pass on the whole thing. Um, you know, Channel 12 is a story. Elected officials react to the assault. Well, you know, the, the first punch thrown was someone was being asked to leave. And by the way, let me let me be very clear at 1214 that that individual shouldn't have agreed to leave. The individual that, you know, it started that was up on the steps and I'll let them identify themselves. But as soon as they came up and started surrounding the person and saying, you have to get out of here. We don't want you here. Um, again, I, I fully understand that that individual, not John Lugo, by the way, not Officer Lugo, but the first person was there. And they surround him, you know, and it's tough. You're in a mob and he's suddenly surrounded and everyone's screaming and yelling. And the moment they said, we want you out of here. And, you know, they use another language and so forth. And there was there was one individual, uh, a man that came up and he was actually very calm about it. And he seemed like a peacemaker, like, hey, listen, you you have to get out of here. But at that point. That individual should have said, you know, should have gone and stood by the police or should have just said, well, I'm not leaving because they may say, you know, well, we want you out of here. But you're standing on the steps of the Rhode Island State House. Now, that should have been a situation. But the police can't be everywhere. The police can't see everything that's going on. Sometimes people are talking. Sometimes it escalates into something else. But I'm not surprised at the attitude of the activists of you got to get out of here. Get out of here. But now I've been to the state house where they have, you know, people on one side that are doing a rally and then the people that want to speak out against it on the other side. This time there wasn't a huge presence. I'm not faulting police in with this. I'm not. Um I just want to be very clear about it. At that moment, they were wrong to say you have to leave. But you're surrounded by a pack of people. They're very aggressive. They're coming into them. And so he says, all right, I'll leave. So then they're trying to tell him which way to leave. Uh, He starts going around. All right. So now the crowd is jeering. See, now they have a win. Now they're cheering. See, get out of here. It's kind of like at a you know a basketball game. Somebody falls out or gets ejected, and the whole crowd starts you know chanting and so forth. So then, as that person, the first person, is leaving, Adidas man, an abortion activist, comes over and completely sucker punches him, and then continues to punch him. By the way, and he has said you know his face is swollen, and now that's the part I have pictures on the website to petro.com i don't have an answer i mean i'll i'll keep checking i don't see any email from the rhode island state police saying that we want to you know can we need the public's help in identifying who is this individual nothing like that so i i think i and i don't get that 
because that person was not arrested. So then there's the melee. And then I, I am hearing that there are I'm hearing that there is footage video of the person in question with her hands on Officer Lugo's back. I want to be very clear. No one is justifying, you know, turns around and roundhouses. However, in the heat of the moment and it's chaotic and people punches are being thrown, it leads, it leads a little more credence. The real culprit who needs to be called out is Adidas man, the guy in the green athletic outfit. Now, I hear mixed things. Um, I And it's tough in a situation like this to get accurate information. So I can't cut down 100% on. I've heard, number one, I've heard state police have not even contacted any of the uh, abortion activists to find out who that person is. Um, and then I've heard from someone that says that they tried to talk to them and they would no help. So I have his picture up on the website, thebeachroad.com. It's curious. No one else in the media is saying, hey, we need to find the guy. I have it on thebeachroad.com. Wild fight night at the state house because that's what it turned into. So he's in a green, looks to me like an Adidas outfit. He's the one that was throwing the punches. He's the one that sprung out of nowhere. I think it's also interesting that the clip of that was not slowed down and put out the way the clip of Officer Lugo was. So every fight begins with someone throwing the first punch. If Adidas man doesn't throw the first punch, the individual from the stairs exits the crowd. Granted, being, you know, playing into them a little bit, doing the rocky thing up on the steps, holding his phone around. Right. Kind of like Al Pacino in Heat when he realizes why they're at the the scrapyard that he's been ID'd right by De Niro and crew. And he's like playing to the camera a little bit. So that's what he was doing. But no, make no mistake about it. Take out this individual. And I, I then he leaves. Maybe tension ran a little high. But they're not even looking. He didn't even get arrested. So then some people from forward. Then Officer Lugo is in the mix. And then we need to let them do a full investigation where they will piece together everything that happened. Folks, I want to be very clear. Number one, he can't run for office in this climate. I don't believe so. Number two, you see the video. It's jarring. It's jarring anytime you see anyone hit, much like the way it's jarring when you see Adidas man hit. Plus, you know, let's spell it out. I was there. I, I was there. I have video of Jennifer Rourke who's one of the activists that put on the rally. She was speaking. There is video of her trying to defuse the situation and get the first individual, his name is Josh, to get him to leave. So what happened after that, how that broke loose, I haven't seen all that video. The video we have seen is you have a woman of color, Jennifer Rourke, who, by the way, now is running unopposed because McCaffrey's not running for that Senate seat. We see in slow motion, and it's almost 5 million views now, of John Lugo hitting several people and then 
hitting her. Now, I have also heard this hasn't been reported. I'll have this up on the website later. I, I heard and I'm trying to get it confirmed that he had to seek medical attention because he was damaged um, to certain organs in his back. I, I'm just that's what I heard. Let's not kill the messenger here, folks. Don't get upset with Juan. But I think it would be helpful. But let's deal in reality, right? Let's come back to deal with reality. There is video of Officer Lugo, granted off-duty, punching woman of color, Jennifer Rourke, who was one of the organizers of the rally, who just spoke at the rally. Um, was he somehow pushed ahead of time? I, I, I think so. <coughs> is she pulling him or holding onto his back? I think so. Does she call out his name at one point? I think that happened. But you look at that video and it's very jarring. It'd be jarring if it was anyone. Make it, it happens to be his, well, former opponent for the Senate race who just spoke at the rally, who also was one of the organizers of it. And you have the chaos and fiasco that you have. So, but um, John Lugo, Officer Lugo, I believe we'll have, you know, I mean, we're still a nation of laws. I get that it was up to the activists. He will, um, there's several things he has to deal with right now. Number one, he has to deal with the fact that he is uh, dealing with this criminal charge of assault. Number one. Number two, he's dealing with, he's a Providence police officer. I don't know how that's going to turn out. Is there some way he could still hold on to his job? I, I don't know. But whether he was on duty or off duty, put him in uniform, put him in not in uniform. Listen, that video was very damaging. Whatever led up to it, he will get, hopefully, I believe he'll get his day in court. Whether or not he's going to be treated fairly outside of that remains to be seen. Now, there's other major political news, folks. Now, I want to, we intend on interviewing some of the people. Hey, and make no mistake about it, a number of the um, people involved with this, you know, the media, as Justin Katz was mentioning, they really kind of love this story. Okay, so there's already protesters up at the state house. They're um, all juiced up. They want, you know, and listen, folks, I, I'm looking at a group of people that are peacefully holding signs. They have a right to do that. They have a right to do that. You know, anyone that saw the video from Friday night, listen, I chose to go and cover it. Um, I was there for quite some time. Musical interlude. I felt, you know what? I think I'll call it a night. I wish I had stayed 15 minutes longer, but there's nothing we can do about it. But they, they, they have the right. Now, granted, it does seem that many times if that had been some other type of rally, you know, they, there's like no rules and they get to do whatever they want. That's true. But you, you, you can't, if, if people are going to call out, quote, as Channel 12 frames it, the assault, then, then call all of it out, right? State leaders react to assault at State House rally. Now, I do want to talk about these poll numbers that have come out are really incredible. Um, and we talked about it a little bit last hour. And without question, Governor McKee's in a lot of trouble right now. And Seth Magaziner's in a lot of trouble right now, which is good news for Republicans of the Funk campaign. But they're going to use this. 
You know, no one got up Friday night at that rally and said, by the way, none of this impacts the laws in Rhode Island. No one did that. Why? Because they don't want to do that. They want to keep everybody engaged. Now, some of the individuals, you know, folks, if, if you, you know, if you go looking for trouble when it's nighttime and a thousand people, you're going to find trouble. There's some individuals, but where I do break off, and I'll say this to the different individuals, I didn't like the video of the of the two people arrested. One of them was definitely, I, I know they may be saying they were saying to someone else, it sure seemed like they were talking that way to police. And I know both of them. One of them I spoke to, he's a good guy. As I've explained and explained over the weekend, when you get into a mob like that, the, the police are your friend. First of all, do you think the police want to be there on a Friday night? They don't. This business of dropping the F-bombs with the, with the police, I, I, I just, I don't, there's nothing about that. Okay, so you go there and there's a mob and, and the whole mood changed, by the way, as soon as it got dark. As soon as it got dark. And then, you know, the smell of pot is thick and people are drinking and smoking and popping pills all around you. It's going to change. If, if you want to go like that and you're in the opposition, you're the other side, you have to be organized. You're going to remain calm. You have to stay as a group. Um, if, if you want to try to fight them, you're greatly outnumbered. If you, if you want to do it, you know, you also need to make your presence known to law enforcement, police, just so you know, we're going to be over here protesting, counter protesting. We don't want any trouble. Here's my name. Here's my ID, whatever type of thing. And then it's been my. I experienced the police don't want something like that happening anyway. But you can't, you know, I, I, I just don't talk about backing the blue. You've you got to be a supporter. And as I've talked about on the, the Facebook feed, folks, and again, good afternoon at, at 1228. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, you know, last week, I didn't even watch the live feed. I mean, I had, <laughs> the police called on me four times. <clears throat> and you've got to remain calm. And they they'd called to do their job. And it doesn't matter if the person that calls is an elderly Gladys Kravitz neighbor or the person that calls the police is a 450-pound man that it takes some effort for him to just emerge out of his vehicle. And the video of that has rocketed on TikTok, by the way. But you, you, you know, you, you got to be, as I said, in situations like that, the police are your friend. But the police can't, you can't cause trouble and then hide behind them. Um. One time when I was at the state house, you know, one of the I was trying to do a broadcast and someone was threatening me, uh, a very violent member of uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, was threatening me. And one of the state house uh, state house police said, hey, we're not your bodyguard here to me. Like, what is that supposed to mean? I'd say you got to be my bodyguard. But the guy is like, he's got a knife and he's openly saying he's going to, you know, <clears throat> take me out. You don't have to be my bodyguard, but I'm just alerting you. This guy's a problem. Um, the uh, the TikTok video of all-you-can-eat buffet Jay trying to get out of his car as he was blasting Adele. It has um, it's on its way to 150,000 views. So, anyhow, all right, folks, I want to stay on schedule because I do want to talk about these poll numbers. And if you're the fun campaign, you you got to feel really good right now. 
This would be a huge breakthrough for Rhode Island. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Listen, this is the time of year. Why not get your driveway paved? A lot of people saying they're not going to travel this summer by plane because it's insane with the airlines, the prices, the problems, the cancellations. It's so expensive to uh, drive the price of gas. So a lot of people saying, I'm going to put money into my home. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, special like commercial paving, residential paving. You can call them for a free estimate, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, licensed and insured contracting company. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Folks, visit the website, depetro.com. We have some unique video up there. We have um, my confrontation with the all-you-can-eat buffet, J. Uh, now I'm getting an email of someone saying, 450, keep going. He's 500, but I don't know how, how what his, his weight is. We do know that he um, he showed up on the live stream, came right into it, and decided to try to chat with Juan. And then, you know, that was that was quite the exchange. I would my only recommend you know recommendation to him is you may want to pick like more intimidating music like Metallica, maybe go old school with ACDC, maybe a little Crazy Train, I, something about Adele blasting Adele as you're pulling up. Yeah. I, you know, just kind of doesn't do the trick. But check it out on the website, topetro.com. Brought to you by Centerdale Revival. They are waiting for you. Delicious food, drinks right next door to them is Stella Sweets right across from North Providence Town Hall. It's the Centerdale Revival. Try it. You're going to love it. Folks, good afternoon. By the way, thank you for the stars on Facebook. That is your way to uh, show us on Facebook Live that you appreciate the show. But I want to get right away to... Um, this is um, really interesting what's happening right now. And it's and I, I also want to commend the Boston Globe. Now, we'll talk to Dan McGowan on on Wednesday. But the fact that they did this poll is I, I first of all, we need people doing polls. The Boston Globe has stepped up. I believe they do it with Suffolk. Um, it, 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 it I have no reason to believe this is not accurate. So, folks, if everything were the election today, Nellie Gorbea will be the next governor. Leads McKee. McKee could end up third in this race. And then that Helena Folks is third. But the headline win for her is the word surging. So Nellie Gorbea, latest poll, 24. McKee, 20. Helena Folks, 16. You know, the difference between McKee, Governor McGee, or as one caller calls it, Governor McGee, uh, and Helena folks is now within the margin of error. Now, you could also say, conversely, the difference between Governor McKee and Nellie Gorbea. Nellie Gorbea is within the margin of error. But the primary is coming up September 13th. I think one of the biggest things here is the undecided. So Matt Brown's campaign is nowhere. Uh, Governor McKee has fallen. And they're within the margin of error for the battle. And now you have folks. So it's really a three-person race. Three-person race. Um, 
reveals significant weakness in folks campaign. 3% of black voters, 2% of Hispanic voters. I saw her Saturday night. She, you know, carries herself very well. Had a pleasant conversation. Um, I don't know what to make of that. You just wonder if she's at some point going to really turn on the juice. So, and the undecided remains high. 31%, or no, 30, 30% undecided? 31%, oh, okay. 31%, right around 30%. 30% undecided. That's a big number. The problem is that is good for Helena folks. I think you could also say it's good for Nellie Gorbea. It's bad for Governor McKee. People have already decided on Governor McKee. Now, but the other big news here, folks, and I'm very happy for him, Republican Alan Fung leads in the 2nd District, New Boston Globe, Suffolk. He leads all Democrat opponents. Best chance to flip a seat. Alan Fung leads the rivals in a likely matchup with Seth Magaziner. And by the way, I, you know, Bob Lancia, I, I try to reach out to them. They're running a stealth campaign at this point. I know he's a nice guy. I know he feels that he won last time. But right now, Fung, if the matchup is today, Fung is at 43%. Seth Magazina, 38%. That's outside the margin of error. This could really shift the dynamic power in Rhode Island if former Transmayor Alan Fung can win that second CD2 race. And now there's others. Um, Fung against Magazina, 40, almost 45 to 38. 45 to 38. Think of that. That is a seven-point lead. Fung against Morgenthau. Fung stays consistent, always right around 43. Morgenthau, who actually lives in D.C., 34%. David Siegel, 34%. Joy Fox, who I saw Saturday night, 34%. And then the rest of them are right around. It's always the Democrat opponent is always in the, the low 30s. So, but that is big. That is huge. Um, it's too bad Bob Lancia couldn't just run for another seat. Maybe he could run against uh, Michael, um, what's her name? If that's his Senate district, you wonder if he could run against uh, O'Rourke, who's running now with the Senate because McCaffrey's out. But I'll tell you, folks, this would be big. Because the Republicans are going to win nationally, and it would be nice to finally have some representation in Washington. Right now, we have no representation in Washington. Um, I was, for those of you that saw the Trump rally Saturday night, and then I was on Newsmax as a commentator. Um, uh, you know, they do like post, pre-rally commentated uh, coverage and then post they, you know, they have asked me, the Trump people have asked me, and I tell them, look at the numbers. Fung, Fung could win this race. CD2 is a winnable race. CD2, this is the first time Republican leading. Alan Fung is leading Seth Magaziner. That would be a huge win. Suddenly, uh, he's down in Washington. The Rhode Island, uh, uh, Alan Fung could be, Massachusetts has no Republican in the House as a rep. Connecticut has no Republican. This could really, that could be 
the turnaround building of the Republican Party. If, if Mayor Fung, first he has to get, get past his challenger, Bob Lancia, in the primary. Then he has to win, you know, the general. So, but step up first would be defeat Lancia. And Bob Lancia, he's got some fans. He's got some supporters. It's too bad when you have two people like that. But it, that's pretty strong that Fung is leading all of those people. Now, I don't see that the Globe, that the Globe even polled how Bob Lancia does against any of these individuals. That part I have not seen. Um, and the other thing that's, that's huge in this poll, folks, and again, good afternoon at 1238, is how unpopular Biden is in Rhode Island. 69% of general election voters in Rhode Island do not think Biden should run for a second term. Only 22% think he should run again. That's very strong. His approval rating in Rhode Island, President Biden, 39% approval rating, 59, 53% disapprove. His numbers are a complete flip from what he had when he won Rhode Island in 2020. Now, we can argue all day long about the number of ballots and how it went. Folks, I also want to share this. I meant to tell this to Justin Katz. Um, so I went to this, they call it like a political barbecue. And I, I went because I know the person was putting it on. And so who did I see? I saw Brett Smiley, who's running for mayor of Providence. I saw Helena Folks. I chatted with her. I saw the um, gentleman who's running for a secretary of state Democrat who's actually a nice guy, came right up to me. And then um, I saw Alan Waters, but there was someone, I won't say who, but they were asking me, this is someone else, Democrat, totally, I saw Joy Fox, totally unrelated. I saw Morgan Thaw, but I don't know her. Um, <clears throat> so they asked me, so what do you think of my chances in this this race? And I said, well, you know, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get crushed by, you know, the ballots, early voting in Providence. And, and this person had no idea what I was talking about. This person had no idea what I was talking about. I mean, it seems unimaginable to me. Um, but there are some people, it's like they don't know. As I've told you folks, for years, there were people that thought everyone was waiting two hours, two and a half hours for a table at Twin Oaks. There, it never occurred to people like, hey, wait a minute. There are some people that are coming in and they seem to be sitting in 10 to 15 minutes. So you have the people that know how the game is played and the people that are being played. So now Governor McKee, 40% approval rating, 37% disapproval rating, 21% are undecided on him. Those are not good numbers. Those are not good numbers. They're not horrific numbers. They're not chafy numbers. They're not... But, but I, here's the thing about, here's an important element about Governor McKee. The negative ads against him haven't even started. Right now, he is second to Nelly Gorbea. But there are no negative ads against him. Wait till the negative ads start. Wait till the ads start that he's giving all the state workers $3,000. Wait till the ads start about the FBI probe. In order, in order for Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee to withstand... Those negative attack ads, to me, he needs to be mid-50s, 55, 54. He's probably going to come. This is just approval rating now. 
Um, if you're at 40% approval rating with 21% are undecided on you, what do you think is going to happen with that 21% when the negative ads started him? FBI probe, insider deal, ILO contract. I believe that 21, that 37% disapproval rating could is going to climb. And I think his 40% approval rating could easily drop 10 points to 30%. You could see him at 30% disapproval rating, 57%. He could have Biden numbers. The problem for Governor McGee, no, the problem for Governor McKee is, is that his numbers, I think, could are going to start to look like Biden's numbers. Biden is in Rhode Island, 38% approval rating, 52% disapproved, 8% undecided. I think Governor McKee is actually going to be lower than that. I think Governor McKee is going to be low 30s, mid-low 30, and then his disapproval rating is going to come up. And the undecided number, remember, is going to shrink. So this is a really interesting poll. Now, folks, for those running, all they can hope for is that their numbers are matching the Globe and Suffolk University. The worst case scenario for someone running is this poll comes out and their numbers don't match up like this in, in any way. So the big winners in this poll that came out today with the Boston Globe and Suffolk are... Former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, big winner. Uh, Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea, big winner. Still the leader now at 24% of the Democrat primary. The other big winner is Helena Folks. And with that headline, uh, as the Globe says, surging. You know, if you're the, the, the Folks campaign, a lot of people don't know her. And there's still a big undecided in this race. 30% undecided. That's a big number. It should be under 20 at this point. Now, they haven't debated, though, and I don't think they are going to debate. So then it becomes taking it to the street. The Matt Brown campaign is nowhere. The Co-op Collaborative is nowhere. Helena folks at 16, 31% undecided. Undecided is still the winner. That is not a good number for Governor McKee. It's just not. Because I think... Of the 31%, they're not undecided on him. I think they are undecided on him. That's, I don't think, what people are looking for. Even if Governor McKee could grab 10% of that undecided, which I think is a tall order, he's at 30%. If Nellie Gorbea grabs 10%, she's at 34%. If folks grabs 10%, she has a problem. She's at 26%. Unless you take some from someone else. Matt Brown's at 5%. And then that guy that shouldn't be running, Daniel Moniz. I don't know him at all. Uh, when you have 1.4% of the vote, are you really running? <clears throat> They'll include him in the debates. They will get his name on the ballot if he gets all his signatures in. But the person that's still leading here is undecided. It's at 30%. If you're Nellie Gorbea, Helena Folks, you've got to close that gap. Helena Folks, if she can get 20% of the undecided and she's at 16, she jumps up to 20 to uh, 36%. It's doable. It's doable. And then if Nellie gets 10% of the undecided, she's at 34%. 
me. If Helena folks gets all 30 percent, which is not going to happen, even McKee, some undecideds will break for Governor McKee. <clears throat> but that's still a big number. There's a lot of people in play. I want to repeat the negative ads against Governor McKee haven't even started yet. And conversely, the negative ads against Helena folks haven't started yet. Um, I, I'm anxious to see what type of negative ads people run against Nellie Gorbea. That would be curious. She hasn't really faced that yet. I'd like to see how she handles that. Folks, right now at um, 1246. Now, again, tonight, we will be doing Facebook Live. Folks, we do Facebook Live stream now each night between 7 and 8. Sometimes it's at 7 o'clock. <coughs> Sometimes it's at 710. Sometimes it's at 720. But it always falls between 7 and 8 o'clock. This portion of the program is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Listen, this is the alternative to waiting eight hours at the emergency room. AtMed Urgent Care, cost-efficient healthcare alternative. Hospitals, uh, they specialize in ambulatory medicine. Two locations. The next time you have an emergency, go to AtMed Urgent Care. 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Providence Oyster Bar. And Felicia's, it's AtMed Urgent Care, where they do walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic trauma, physical exams. And also, for those that have COVID, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. That's exactly right. AtMed Urgent Care. Stop it and see them. Of course you can mention. Someone sent me an email saying, I'm so glad you told us about that. We were about to drive to the emergency room. Instead, we went to Atman Urgent Care. We're in and out an hour, and they mentioned uh, to the people there that they are uh, wannabes, fans of one. Folks, right now at 1247, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge. A great meal is waiting for you, a feast, mind you, at the Coesed Inn. So the polling numbers, that's huge. Now, this whole situation with Officer Lugo, I think we're going to have some of the people on tonight. I think so. Uh, we will find out. But the shakeup at the Rhode Island State House, that is very significant that the number two, that Michael McCaffrey of Warwick is not running. Um, okay, so this is new sound on Governor McKee. Uh, let's see. We have uh, sound. Channel 12 caught up with Governor McKee. He's got to be careful here. He's saying that if this proves true, well, let's hear exactly what he says. Uh, but he's asked about the Lugo situation here. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. All right, let's hear what the governor has to say about it. Uh, this is uh, Channel 12 has them. Uh, if the, if, the, uh, if what we're being told proves out to be true, uh, he should be severely uh, uh, disciplined. And um, I would say the man should uh, be um, should lose his job. In fact, that, in fact, if that's true, you shouldn't, in this day and age, to actually potentially have uh, struck a woman in public, not only just uh, the confrontation being in the, at the people's house, that, that's just unacceptable. I want to hear that again. Um, 
Well, everybody should be held accountable for their behavior, and it doesn't matter what position they're in. Uh, if the if the uh, if what we're being told proves out to be true, uh, he should be severely uh, uh, disciplined, and um, I would say the man should uh, be um, should lose his job. In fact, that in fact, if that's true, you shouldn't. In this day and age, to actually potentially have uh, struck a woman in public, not only just uh, the confrontation being in the at the people's house, that that's just unacceptable. You know, that's um, interesting. I'm wondering in what day and age did Governor McKee think that it was acceptable? That's interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to make of that. Governor McKee, severely disciplined. Hmm. He does say lose his job. They got to be careful here. They have to be careful and they want to let the investigation play out. So that was good that Channel 12 caught up to him at an unrelated event. I forget what where he is. Unrelated event. Uh, but notice what's missing from that. How come they're not looking for green Adidas guy? But it, it's not even asked. Ugh, it's not even asked. Why Why not? And, and Governor, how? what about the guy that threw the first punch? What, what, what about him? Are they looking for him? What have the state police told you? Um... So they're asking, the Women's Project are asking Governor McKee as he enters the State House to sign the budget not to sign it until what they want is uh, basically just every abortion carried by taxpayer dollars. That's what they want. Boy, if you're Nellie Gorbea, new poll shows Gorbea leaves the field for governor. You're right where you want to be. Right where you want to be. Now, what's interesting is, you know, the McKee people. Wow, look at that. Fung 45, magazine of 39, 17% undecided. Whew. Could Fung get to 55? If Fung gets to 55, this race is over. If former Chris Mayor Alan Fung can get to 55... The race is over. Because then even if Magaziner picks up seven, he still loses convincingly. Hmm. This is really amazing. Um, it, it's also, um, this is the whole... Oh, I see. Okay. The whole situation of um of what happened with this Jennifer Rourke. And again, the video I want to be very clear. The video that I saw, she was trying to, you know, be calm and and, and tell it was someone totally unrelated. I don't know what happened with Officer Lugo. I don't know what happened with Officer Lugo. Folks, I'll also say, listen, you know, I go to some of these events. Uh, I won't get into bore you with all the details, but we have to take different efforts. What what happened to the um, individual Josh who was up filming on the steps? I would not want to have that happen to me. 
I, you know, honestly, I'm fearful when I go to something like that, that that could happen to me. And conversely, if if I'm Jennifer Rourke, I, I don't want to see, I don't want that to happen to me where someone is punching me the way he punched Officer Lugo did. And if if I'm, Officer, Officer Lugo claims he was attacked and, and punched or kicked in his back, I, you don't want that happening either. So... I will say, I don't know why it actually, it seemed like it happened very quickly. I do know why. There was a police presence. I want to, the the state police and the Capitol Police, and again, folks, good afternoon at 1254. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you are the state police and the Capitol Police, they try to keep a distance to keep the, to give the activists room to do their thing. They're there. Um, you know, they want everybody to be calm. The, um, the, these types of activists, you know, they're generally against police. So it's tough for state police and Capitol police that were on the steps because that is state property. That's why it's not Providence police. When I did see Officer Lugo there, I thought he, oh, okay, maybe they're using some Providence police. In plain clothes to monitor the crowd, but um, and and I still don't know what the situation is. The media was saying he was off duty, but it's it's not fear. It happened so quickly. It escalated very quickly. Um, it's tough for state police and Capitol police because they're they're there to try to keep order, while at the same time they don't want to be on top of people. They don't want to affect the event in any way. So that, you know, it makes it, it it's different. They're, they're in a tough spot. They are. And that's why I, I really, I, I, I don't like this business that one of the individuals, I think, the video I saw was, was uh, swearing at some of the police. That's what I saw. Um, maybe that person is saying, oh, no, no, they were yelling at someone else who was filming them and so forth. But um you, you have to that they're they're in a tough spot and and you just didn't know how it was it was gonna go you just you know it's it's um i I think that event was like ten minutes away from ending without any incident any incident if um if they had just ignored Josh who was filming in the beginning i I think it would have ended i mean they were it had been going on pretty long. They had the speakers and they had the musical interlude. And then the second half seemed to be a lot more of the same. And then, you know, the, but I don't understand why there's no talk or even curiosity from the media, from the governor, from Capitol Police on the individual that threw the first punch. That person should be arrested and charged because that is Josh, who is he is walk. He is leaving when that guy comes up out of nowhere and sucker punches him. The guy in the green Adidas suit. Folks, this portion of the John... Next hour, by the way, I'll have an update on the Charlotte Lester case. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road. Now, that's Route 5 in Smithfield, right down from Apple Valley Mall in uh, Greenville. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. This is a great time. They're having the 4th of July sale. They have been in business since 1963. And they have a new generation kitchen laundry appliances. They have a beautiful, magnificent cooking showroom. 
You deal directly with the owner. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. And then on Saturdays, you just make an appointment. Because when people, sometimes when there are people redoing the kitchen, getting a new home, there's a lot of appliances they want. And so, therefore, you know, you don't want to be rushed. And I get that. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. And right now, now it's muggy. It was hot this weekend. It's going to be a hot summer. Pop in. They have a great selection. First of all, great Weber grills. And also air conditioners for windows, built-in walls, for senior apartments or condos, washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. They're having their 4th of July sale right now on this Monday. You will be my hero if you pop in there and say hello at Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield. Do you need a new refrigerator? Do you need a new dishwasher? Do you need a new washing machine or dryer or microwave or grill? Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield, right down from Apple Valley Mall near the Thirsty Beaver. So, folks, again, next hour, we'll update you the latest on the... um, Missing Woman's Case, Charlotte Lester. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Next hour is radio only. Right now, <coughs> excuse me, and more on these polling numbers that have come out. Biden is going nowhere in Rhode Island. Uh, if everything stays as is, this is very good day for Mayor Alan Funk, former Mayor. It's a very good day for Nelly Gobea. It's a very good day for the folks campaign, Helena folks, not a good day for Seth Magaziner, not a good day for Governor Dan McKee and the rest of the pack, and definitely not a good day for Biden. So it's Sean DePietro. And in the next hour is radio only. Again, we will be doing Facebook Live later. Please visit the website, DePietro.com. Thank you for all the stars, everybody, on Facebook. So we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, give you all the national news, a lot more next hour on this controversy, fight night at the Rhode Island State House from Friday night and more of the fallout. Uh, a lot more ahead. You can listen at the website, depetro.com, or at AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. We'll be back on the other side. WNRI Socket, W260DC. W-N-R-I.